Radio 191 FM podcast. Kyoto Kato, that was If You Really Love Me by the wonderful Mousy, who, um, amazingly enough, is actually on the phone right now. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to have Mousy, aka uh, Serena, close on the phone with us today to talk about her brand new album released today, Lemon Law. Um, though the name might be new to you, Serena has been playing in bands for just yonks, working on the predecessor to Pickle Darling and has sung for Tammy Nielsen Sassafras as well. But Mousy's music is really turning heads, having been nominated for an Apra Silver Scroll. Um, their moody and groovy bops are definitely not to be missed. Hailing from Christchurch and having studied at jazz school, you get a real sense um, of their arranging and composition skills in the new album, which you can hear right now and also live on October 10th at The Cook. Um, Serena, it's lovely to have you with us today. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thank you. Heck yeah. So you're in um, you're in Auckland right now, eh? Yes. Yep, I'm just sprawled out on a couch in Auckland. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds nice. That's like optimal interview. I feel like, you know, it's ever so slightly Freudian, you know, on the on the, on the the chase lounge, you know, having an intense discussion. I like that image. It's good. <laughs> yep. Um, so it must be a big one for you, though, with the album being released today. How are you, how are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. I mean, we finished the record a while ago, so it's really nice to just have it out and, um, and do this. I feel like this is just the beginning because we're starting the tour tonight, so... Yeah, it's just the beginning. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Only an upward trajectory from here, surely. Um, yeah, yeah, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you're starting off your tour in Raglan. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome. What made you want to start your tour there? Uh, there wasn't anything specific about Raglan that we thought, oh, let's do the first date there. But um, I have a, a few friends that live in Raglan, and they they just, we were at a wedding together and they said, oh, you should come to Raglan. And I was like, okay. Oh, heck yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Hell yeah, very very, very picturesque. I like that. Um, well, um, so the new album is chock full of extreme highs and extreme lows in mood and tone, if you pardon the pun. Um, what has it been like to create a work like this? You say you finished the album a while ago, but did you think your process evolved throughout the creation um, like over like a, you know, because how long did it take you to sort of form the album? So, Harley, Harley Street and Hopeless in Love were almost finished when I was 18. Wow. So, and I'm now 24. So, this has kind of been, I, I mean, I've, I've written hundreds and hundreds of songs. Hmm. Um, and these are kind of the ones that follow the story that I wanted, wanted to express. And... Um, I just had to record th these ones. They are the ones that I love out of everything that I've done over my learning stage, I guess. So this is like, I don't know, I, I feel like that's pretty classic for a first album though, right? Like, that's hmm. a, a long build-up because it's all the songs that you've loved from a long period of time. So, yeah, there are lots of different things going on in the record and I think that's what gives it its first album kind of vibe, which hmm. is... I definitely think that's success. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Oh heck yeah! I think got the energy. Oh god, yeah. And that 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 energy to me does. It feels kind of temporal. Like you've. It feels like you're you're going through a bit of a journey. I I really particularly like the last song, um, a lifelong pursuit, and it feels like quite a bittersweet sort of encouragement towards love, but also just in you know, sort of like a wariness. Do you think it's important to end a work in a certain way with? 
because you you've um you you I was reading an interview you did and you talked about arranging for um uh, high school and being music captain and that sort of stuff. Do you think it's important that a performance or a pr for something that you produce ends in a very particular way, or do you think it's just entirely up to interpretation? I mean, for me, it's really important. I um, wrote that song to be the last song on this record. So there are only two songs that I wrote specifically for this record. So mm. everything else was just work that I put together to create the story of the album. And then the two songs were Lifelong Pursuit, which is the last song, and then Painting of a Trench, which is like a transitional song about three quarters of the way through. Um, yeah, but I mean, the Dolphin song was an absolute given for the first song of the record. <laughs> and then... You know, it just goes from there. But yeah, I, I do think that it definitely matters. I think song order matters, and within that, like the first and the last song are really important. Hmm. I like that, and I think that it, it matches the art style really well. I, it's a fascinating art style that you've got in all of the, like from the singles to the actual album cover itself. What sort of um, inspired the sort of the individual facing up to the elements or uh, observing nature? What sort of inspired that? Um, I just, I love collage. Mm. And I've just looked at thousands of collage pieces of art. Um, and I actually found um, different artists around the world to do each one of them. Um, the girl that did my album cover, her name's Robin, and she's from Canada. She's she's 20, and she just loves collage. And I, I knew as soon as I looked at it that it was I, it was actually going to be the single art for If You Really Love Me, and I thought that it really fit. But then as I, I would look at the art, and I would listen to the record, and then I just love the yellow in the in the dress so then when it's kind of the lighter songs I look at the girl but then when it's more of the atmospheric darker songs so look at the rock and I, I don't know I just think it, it all fits really well but yeah um, I don't know about the whole observing nature thing I think that was something that I picked up later so maybe that's <laughs> a subconscious decision yeah well, that's fair it does it, it gives me real Lisa Rehana vibes eh like the the use of collage um, and it's it's really distinct and really beautiful. And when I showed my friend, they immediately said it looked like old sci-fi book covers from like the sixties yeah. and seventies. No. That's awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely really inspired by music from all eras. So yeah, and especially like I mean, for this record, I've I've gone through like a huge fifties and sixties phase. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, writing that. I have to say, um, it, when I watched the video for Extreme Highs, which is brilliant, and if anyone listening hasn't seen it, I would thoroughly recommend it. Um, I was shocked to see, because um, one of my friends is actually in your video that I went to high school with. Um, really? Who? Yeah, um, Ella. Oh, Ella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it really buzzed me out, but I have to admit, where did the inspiration come from for the sort of like Too Many Cooks slash 80s sitcom style of character introduction that you were going for? <laughs> okay, so the song is really depressing, like mm. the actual lyrics, um, because it was about me living in this flat and people kind of like ignoring that I had deeper feelings, but wanting to be friends on the surface. So I, I, I don't know, I just, it was just a given. I was like, too many cooks and like sitcom vibe. It is the ignorance of 
deeper emotion. They just mm. graze over anything. It's all about surface level. If you've got an issue, it's out in one minute, you know. There's no deeper thinking on a sitcom, really. I mean, there <laughs> are not wrong. Ex- exceptions. <laughs> but, like, the cheesy ones, which is, like, too many cook vibe, um, Full House, it's, it's just that absolute surface level relationship. And mm. that's, that's where I got the inspiration from. It just made sense to me to do that. I think it works really well as well with the lyrics. I, the the lyric about the birthday and like if no one came anyway, that broke my heart when I actually like try to listen closer to it because the video itself is so like pleasantly it sort of matches it. And then when you hear the context, I I don't know. I just thoroughly enjoyed it honestly. Um, oh, yes, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, so when you uh, how have you found Christchurch as a sort of creative environment? Sort of from your time at jazz school to your solo work now, do you think it's conducive to? Um, young aspiring artists if you're in the right if you've got the right friends I've got really great creative friends who are constantly encouraging me to just be myself and that is why I am able to do what I'm doing you know I think the world will try and pull you in so many directions but like my, my creative friends are just what has gotten me to this level absolutely mm. they just totally encourage me to do it in my own time and be myself and that's it's perfect so i would recommend christchurch as long as you've got a good crew <laughs> no that's fair that's fair I'm, I'm 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 from christchurch and i always find myself defending it <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair um yeah it's cool I read in an interview that you, you picked your name, Mousy, from a David Bowie lyric, which is awesome. Do you hope one day that a budding artist picks their name from a lyric of your work? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. No, heck yeah. So now that the album's out and you've got this big tour coming up, um, what do you see in the sort of next 12 months down the line for you? Oh, I mean, I'm actually already thinking about my next project. So it's kind of weird because we're just starting the Lemon Law tour, but I'm already, like, knee-deep in my <laughs> next record. So I'm, like, thinking a lot. I'm just writing that at the moment and thinking of the whole project. So I guess we'll see. I, I would love to go for some funding from, uh, like, for the, proje- the project funding from New Zealand On Air. Hmm. Um, and um, hopefully that will cover it for the for the next record because it's expensive, man. It's so expensive. My <laughs> oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just costs so much more than I thought because we got Creative New Zealand funding for this one, hmm. um, and we've or we've had to pay so much of our own money, even with the fourteen and a half grand that we got from Creative New Zealand. Shit. We still had to fork out so much. It's just really expensive. Yeah. God, it is. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It is tough being a cre- being a creative. Do you think that? Do you think that New Zealand then to sort of transcend the Christchurch environment in terms of financial ability and the support networks that exist? Do you think that it's it's realistic to say that the New Zealand music scene is equitable? Um. Depends on what you do. I, it's, it's so tricky because there's so many different ways to make money, mm. and uh, but but um in Christchurch it's great because like rent is 
cheaper. I mean, my husband and I just bought a house. Um, Congratulations. So like, like, yeah, thank you. And someone living in Auckland probably wouldn't have that. Um, that they wouldn't be able to. But um, we just bought a house in New Brighton and rent is cheap. So if you want a studio space, um, uh, it's really, really cheap. But there's subsidies and, yeah, uh, it, it's a great place to grow because everything is cheaper in Christchurch, but I don't know. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So um, as you sort of watch the reception um, for the new album and for all the works um, and for the tour and everything, um, do you think then that because it's your first album and it's your first really big tour, are you, do you think then it's going to change in the way you perceive career and your future career and prospects from now on in like the sort of rose-tinted lenses way of like, oh, I remember I did all these shows and I was so, opt you know, I was so like calm and relaxed or I was so nervous kind of vibe? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think we just, we're just really chill. So it's, it's okay. Because we're all, all of us in the band, we're we're all musicians. We put, like play several times a week at hot, like in Christchurch hmm. for real money, you know. So we're kind of <laughs> just doing this for fun. Um, and yeah, so we're just like really chill, and we've worked together a lot. So um, it's just yeah. I, I don't I don't think there are any rose colored glasses on. Well, I hope there isn't. No, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, then um, final question that I ask everyone, and this, it, it, apologies if it puts you on the spot, and there's, you know, take your time, honestly. Um, who are your top three um, alternative indie pop artists right now, apart from yourself, of course, although you can say yourself, but well, that's an interesting character flaw, you know. Nah. <laughs> um, okay, I'd definitely say Pickle Darling. I love Pickle Darling. So good. Wait, are we just doing New Zealand, or is it um, worldwide? Uh, entirely up to you. Okay. Um, I mean, I adore Lawrence Arabia. Does he count as indie? Yeah, I'd say so. I think I, okay. I like it. <laughs> cool. And then Angel Wilson's album just came out, and she's awesome, and I love her. So there you go. If you ask me in 10 minutes, I'd probably say three different people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, those are pretty awesome three, I have to admit. Um, well, it's been so nice to, to, to chat to you, Serena. Honestly, congratulations on the new album. Congratulations on the new house. Um, and congratulations Thank on you. the tour. It's all, it's all go for you. It's, it's really awesome to see, um, you know, another artist really pushing themselves into the, mu into the New Zealand music scene and getting such a good reception. Yeah, thank you. No yeah, worries. Thank you so much. Heck yeah, I'm going to play uh, Extreme Highs now. Um, but thank you so much for joining us, and best of luck with the tour. Honestly. Awesome. Thank you. No All worries. right. <laughs> okay. See ya. Bye. Awesome. That was uh, Serena Close, aka Mousy. The new album is out right now. Lemon Law. Check it out. Um, she'll be coming to Dunedin on October 10th, playing at the Cook with Pickle Darling. A gig not to be missed. It's going to be awesome. 9 p.m. at the Cook. Um, the album is beautiful, it's poetic, um, it's maudlin, but it's also ecstatic in parts, and it's definitely worth listening to. And right now, this is Extreme Highs, one of the, um, pro probably my favourite song from the album, Truth Be Told, and you should definitely check out the video for this one as well. Um, and this is the Otago Museum Breakfast, my name is Raf, and stay tuned until I sign off at 10 o'clock. <laughs>
This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.